What is up, sister friend? Another episode here of Heart to Heart with Coach F. I'm super excited to talk with you all this week. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, I talked with my friend Molly O'Brien. We talked about energy, finding yourself, living your freaking life, and just some like beautiful life secrets that um, you don't want to miss. Also, if you don't know who Molly is, this would be a grand introduction to her. I highly recommend checking her out. So all of that is in last week's episode. This week, we are talking about stress addiction. So I put a poll on my Instagram at any fit. If you look at me on the YouTube, I pointed to the wrong side. Um, I, I sometimes roll poll, roll polls on my Instagram story, just to get to like, hear what you guys want to hear about. Um, you know, just a reminder, the purpose of heart to heart is to connect my heart with your heart, but also for all of us to just, you know, be more vulnerable, connect and talk about the hard things and overcome a lot of hard things and just share our stories. Um, because as female fitness entrepreneurs, we're pretty badass and we're going through a lot. And, um, I want this to be a place where, yeah, we talk about business, but we talk about your personal growth and your journey. So the poll I did was on stress addiction. And, um, I talk about stress addiction a lot. I would say that I am a recovering stress addict. (laughs) And, um, stress is a huge part of all of our lives, right? If I could wave wave a magic wand and get rid of stress, I wouldn't get rid of it. Okay. So stress is so important. And so before we dive into stress addiction here a little bit, I just want to talk about stress more. Okay. So stress is neither good nor bad. And there is an asterisk on that because there are some stresses related to a trauma, abuse, um, and things of that nature where, yes, that is bad. But in our day-to-day lives, stress is just an indicator of what is going on. It's neither good nor bad. It's kind of how we perceive that stress. For example, for the longest time, I perceived stress as a good thing. Even though at that time, that stress was not a good thing in my life. It was actually bringing me down. I thought it was good. I perceived stress as the only way for me to get the needle moving forward. The only way for me to excel, the only way for me to be safe, like stress to me, the more stress and chaos that I had in my life, the more I felt like I was getting closer and closer to success. That is how I perceive stress. It's all about perception. As a recovering stress addict, I use that term and I, I kind of am on the fence. I want to try to find a different word for addict, but addict has such a strong, cause not to get on a tangent here. I just don't like to put people who struggle with, um, substance abuse. They don't really love being called addicts. So I'm not trying to abuse that word here, but we all can resonate with stress addiction because I think a lot of us struggle with it more than we let on. And, um, Coming from a family that struggles with addiction in multiple different ways, I feel like this is how addiction manifested for me because I do have addictive tendencies. Um, And so that being said, stress was my go-to. And for a lot of us, though, we are addicted to stress. And so it does start with your perception of that stress and bringing awareness to that perception of your stress because the more that you can see how you see stress, the more you can start to unravel that conditioning. So for example, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I grew up in a very stressful home. Um, I had a very stressful childhood. 
um, as just, that was my perception of my childhood. If any of my family is listening to this, <laughs> um, I grew up, we moved, I've moved every year of my life since I was 10 years old. And some of those years I've moved twice a year. I, um, had, you know, alcohol addiction and drug addiction in my family. My parents were divorced. My mom worked really long hours. Like there was violence. There was a lot of time being left alone as a child. There was, you know, there was just a lot of stress, a lot of stress. And that's all I knew. And from a young age, you start to perceive stress a certain way. And so growing up, even as an infant, obviously I can't remember, but my parents, they struggled. They had really, they were doing the best they could. And we were very, very poor. And so with that comes hardship. And so I believe and through therapy as well, that my perception of stress was that this is the only way I'm going to be safe. This is the only way I'm going to, this is all I know. And as I grew older, that stress became thicker. It became thicker in the sense of I started to see the more stressed out I was, the harder I seemed to work. And then I started to get results from that hard work. And so I would put more stress onto my life. For example, in school, I've talked about this before and I'll probably talk about it again. I should have been homeschooled or some, a smaller private school or I don't even know. School traumatized me. Okay. The stress of school being around that many people, the expectations of getting good grades, the, the, the keeping up. I, I started taking harder and harder classes on purpose thinking, okay, the harder the class, the more stressed out I am, the more then I'll be pushed harder to succeed. And there is some truth to that. Like you got to be a small fish in a big pond to grow. But the way I was doing it was like, be a small fish in a big pond filled with sharks and you don't even know how to swim. Go. And I'm like, oh, I'm going, right? And I attribute, you know, I wouldn't be here where I am today without my stress addiction, but that stress addiction has caused me a lot of trauma, has made forced me to have a lot of bad decisions and not really live in my truth and be fully who I am. And so these are just examples of how that stress, stress addiction grew. I didn't realize though that I was addicted to stress until I started my business full circle coaching. So when I started full circle coaching, um, I had just moved to Colorado. Like I said, couldn't get a job in my life, started full circle coaching. When you're starting your business, you all, all of you know, this, it is so stressful and it kind of has to be, it's grind time, baby. You got to work really, really hard. You got to work extra hours. You are just trying to get some kind of footing in this business. So I loved that. I think because it was so stressful, I love, loved, loved it. Even though I was crying literally all the time, even though I was like living off of caffeine, I weighed 115 pounds. I was like, this is great. I am truly making it happen. And I was, and I'm proud of myself. But that being said, during that time, stress, 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 don't don't have any money, trying to make my business grow, stress the hell out, can't pay my bills. I'm like, you know what I miss? You know what I miss so much? Waitressing. What psychopath says that? Who says that? Nobody. I'm going to tell you right now. Nobody. If you ever been a waitress, waitress is the, is a very high stress job. Yes. I mean, I do love waitress, like, because you make fast money. It is so easy, but it was the stress 
the stress that I loved so much about being a waitress. I literally would be like, give me 10 tables, no busser. Let's freaking go. Like I loved being in the weeds. If I was in the weeds, if you don't know what the weeds are, the weeds is basically hell in a restaurant. It's like, you got triple sat, the food's taking forever to come out. You're running drinks. Like it is chaos when you're in the weeds. I lived, lived for the weeds. If I was in the weeds, I was thriving. I was happy. After work, I'd be like, yes, it was like a high. It w- I would get like a high from it. And afterwards I would feel like so accomplished because I crushed the weeds. And um, it's it's comical to me now because I'm like, what is wrong with you? No one actually likes that. And if you do, you have a stress addiction or there's something else going on that you're not addressing, okay? Because being a waitress is so stressful. And I'm in the middle of already being so stressed out as a brand new baby fitness entrepreneur, trying to just trying to get clients, just trying to get any client I can get to just try to have a business and make it work. And then I'm like, you know, I really miss waitressing. And I remember having this conversation with my fiance, Austin, And he was like, first of all, you don't have time to be a waitress because I was already working six days a week on my business. I was working until eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night, working on my business. And I was like, you know, but I could fit in being a waitress. Like I could, I could make that work. And there's like multiple layers of stress on here, financial, you know, because like not making a lot of money as a brand new baby business owner, like. you know, I don't have a lot of friends. So there's like all these different stressors. And sometimes when you're in the thick of your stress, you, you see things that add more to your stress. It's almost like your stress is a stress magnet for more stress. It's like, it's like an animal that needs to be fed. And so it starts looking for more ways to stress you out. So it can get more of that stress. If that makes sense. I think you guys know where I'm going, right? Like that makes a lot of sense. It's just like when you're stressed out and you look around your house and you should be focused on like creating, doing this project for your business, but your brain's like, you know what though? You really suck at cleaning and you really suck at making your house look nice. Everybody else, look at all your friends. Their houses look nice. You should clean that closet. AKA, this is what happens to me all the time. Uh, (laughs) Stress just does that to you. So I was looking for a way to have more stress because I was feeling so unsafe but the only way I felt safe was with stress. It's kind of a catch 22, right? So this is what stress addiction does to us. It convinces us that we need more stress in our lives to feel safe. And we self-sabotage, we create chaos, and we put ourselves in a corner. And it's, it's, the, it's so bizarre. It's the most bizarre thing because I would put myself in a corner with the stress And like a rabid dog who like lives on the streets fighting for her life, I was on edge constantly. And growing up, I I, I know this edge well. I mean, my stress stress as a child was so bad that I was constantly on edge that if if there was a loud sound, I would scream. I would scream. Like, I feel so bad for little Emily. Like, because people, people just, oh, she's just jumpy. No, that was called anxiety. And I was in a constant state of anxiety. So like, for example, just to talk about that even more, I'll never forget we're at this restaurant. There's this, it's not there anymore in Crofton, but we loved going there. It was called Finn's and they had the best. This is when I ate meat, chicken, teriyaki with white rice. Girl, it was so good. So we'd always go there. My, we ate out a lot. 
did make an other story, whole other story, but we would go out to dinner a lot for being poor people. And um, we're at Finn's and the lights shut off. Like someone just like hits the switch or something. I screamed bloody murder in the middle of dinner, just screamed bloody murder. That's how bad my anxiety was so bad that the lights shut off and I screamed, but I was constantly on edge. So when I was starting my business, that edge came back. It was like full force, full blown on the edge, ready to cry, bust, meltdown any second of any day. And then I was like, I want a waitress. If you could see my face right now. All I can do is like kind of laugh. I'm so glad I've healed from this, but I laugh now because you feel when you're in the thick of it, these are all the right decisions. You feel when you're in the thick of it that like, yes, I'm going to be amazing. I'm going to be so freaking successful and I'm going to be crushing it. And you're just like layering it on. The thing is, sister friend, you're a person. You can only take so much. You are a person and you can only take so much before the freaking ground crumbles underneath of you. And that happened to me. That happened to me. I had to wait for the ground to crumble for me to get back up again. And what I want, what I hope, you know, for you all is that you start becoming aware of your stress addiction and how you're creating this chaos in your life to make yourself feel safe, to make yourself feel better. Cause it's like, you know, it's like someone who uses substances, use substance abuses, right? I just need one little hit. I just need one little hit. I just need one glass of wine. Just one that layers on and on and on and on. And then it's a crutch. And then it becomes the only way you know how to operate. And it affects you. It affects your health, your mental, emotional, spiritual health. It affects your relationships. It affects the way you see the world. It affects everything. And it's not a way to live. It is not a way to live. You were born perfect, beautiful, light. And stress dims that light. Stress covers it up, tells you it's not actually light. Tells you that you need something else, be something else, you're try harder, be more, all of those things. And so the reason at the beginning I said that I wouldn't get rid of stress is because stress is necessary for growth, but there's a difference in how you perceive it. So I know now when I'm stressed out in a way that is pushing me and helping me grow versus stress that I'm putting into my life that is not aligned with who I am or what I want. Also, I become aware of how I take on the stress of others. So um, I'm a projector. I talk about human design all the time. If you're not used to that on this podcast, I love human design. I am, all my centers are open. I only have my, my mind and my Ajna defined. Um, so I take on the feelings of others and you probably resonate with this a lot as women. We are very intuitive. We are very empathetic. We understand and feel all the feelings, right. And growing up as a super sensitive person, this wrecked my nervous system. So I couldn't discern that. So anyways, that being said, you, you are very, you're very much the same way as well. And so 
you have to start paying attention to how other people are affecting you and start discerning that. And it comes with awareness. Okay. Stress addiction takes time and it, it is a process to work through. And like I said, I'm a recovering. I'm not perfect. I'm not even healed, but I have come a long way from the girl who was asking to be a waitress while starting her business, <laughs> while starting her business. So that's another reason why I do energetic scheduling because energetic scheduling is a schedule that supports your nervous system instead of crushes it. And I, I mean, we probably need a whole other episode for that, but just to talk about that here a little bit more, the way I was living my schedule was if I had, if everything was back to back, if I had no breaks and I was go, 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 go the whole day, I took that as a win. I was stressed out all day. I was like putting myself in the weeds, but for online fitness coaching. So just like waitressing, putting yourself in the weeds is, you know, getting five, you know, five, six tops all sat at once and being like, it's like, it's like, if you've never waitressed, if you've waitressed, you know what I'm talking about, but it's like, bam, 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 bam. And then you're like, bam, 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 back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And you're trying to remember everything and you're writing and you're running, 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 running. I was doing that with my schedule as a business owner. And that doesn't work. It doesn't work. And you're probably living that way right now where you're cramming things in, you're feeling unproductive. You're constantly like, am I getting everything done? Am I even doing the important things I should be doing for my business? Or am I just like working and doing busy work for nothing? Right? So that's why I do energetic scheduling with my one-on-one clients because an energetic schedule supports you. It is the, it's helping you stay in a calmer state, in a clearer state, in a less overwhelmed state, instead of this stress tornado that you're currently living in. And so through those um, sessions, I'm offering many sessions right now. So you get three one-to-one um, energetic scheduling sessions to apply the custom energetic schedule that we're going to work on together. You also have an audit. We'll start with an audit, just kind of go through all the details I need to know to help you come up with your energetic schedule. And then um, you'll get your own custom one. We'll work through it in the three sessions. You'll also have a, a group chat access to me to ask all kinds of questions. And um, the group chat, you know, my ladies in there, we just work on very small things um, throughout the week, but it's also a way for you to ask for what you need. And so energetic scheduling allows for you to not be in the weeds all week long and then ask yourself, did I even get done what I needed to get done? Right. And so I think recognizing that you have stress addiction is the first step. And maybe I hope today's episode helped you realize that you have a stress addiction if, or being like, oh, maybe I do love stress. Oh, maybe I am causing more chaos in my life than I like to admit. That's okay. You got to start somewhere. And I think just becoming aware of your stress and aware of how much you bring stress into your life or accept the stress of others is a good place to start. Um, a lot of you also on the poll for my Instagram talked about, you know, getting more connected with your body. I'm going to do that episode as well, um, because these things kind of go hand in hand. Your body lets you know how you're feeling and lets you know about stress. But when you're disconnected to it, a.k.a. I'm the queen of dissociation. You don't realize it. You are like ignoring it on purpose, because if you paid attention to it, you wouldn't be able to survive. So we'll talk about that on another episode. Um, if you are interested in the mini sessions 
for energetic scheduling. The link is going to be in the show notes. Um, you can also message me on Instagram. If you have questions, if you want to talk more to see if it's a good fit for you, um, please message me. If you have questions whatsoever, if there's anything you guys want to talk about, um, if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, I would love to have you on just always. Thank you so much for listening. It is such like, it feels so good. And I, I'm always like shocked when someone actually listens to the podcast. So it means the world. If you like listening, share it with your friends. Um, those of you who are female fitness entrepreneurs, send them on. Oh, and I hope you guys have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon.